morning, I heard my name being called. When I opened my eyes, Mari was standing next to the bed with a tray of food in his hands. After him joking about feeding me because he wore me out last night, he handed me the tray. I blushed and sat up in the bed to eat the French toast, sausage, and eggs he made, then washed it down with some apple juice. This man was so good to me, and I enjoyed every bit of it. I tried to get up and go wash my dishes once I was done, but Mari wouldn't let me. I smiled as he walked out the room with my dirty dishes in tow. I decided to check my phone and seeing that I had two new missed calls from Keem this morning. I went ahead and called him back while Mari was in the kitchen cleaning, noting to keep it quick. After begging me to come home and repeatedly saying that it was just a dance, I told him I'd be home soon even though I knew I was in no rush to get back or see him. I stayed at Mari's for a few more hours, then told him I was going home. He was a little upset, but also understood. I got in my car and took my time driving back. While I was sitting at a stoplight, I drifted off in my thoughts, thinking about the amazing sex from last night. Mari was the only person who could get me right, and I'd be perfectly fine afterwards. No masturbating, no want for more, just relieved and feeling good. I pulled into my driveway, got out the car, walked to the front door, and let myself in. I walked in looking for Kim and finally found him in the shower, so I took that as my opportunity to look through his phone and search for some answers. While I was looking, I saw he'd sent a text to someone that read, Last night can never happen again. My wife saw the video on social media. Whoever it was didn't respond. I assumed it had to be the same girl, but he didn't have her number programmed in his phone. It was saved as a simple period, and there was no message thread. I put his phone down and went back into the living room to wait for him to finish in the shower. Minutes later, walking into the living room with just a towel wrapped around his waist and water beads still on his chest. Keem came towards me once he noticed I was back home. All I could do was look at him. I loved my husband so much, but I was looking in the face of an unfaithful man who couldn't love me the way I needed and wanted to be loved. The sad part? I wasn't ready to leave him either. I spoke before he had the chance to and asked him to be honest and tell me if the girl in the video was the same girl who he was in the truck with the night we argued. He said that she was, then immediately went back to the same old, it was just a dance and promised it wouldn't happen again. I decided to take what he gave because I didn't have any solid proof that he had an intimate relationship and I had just had a night of my own. But the moment I found any proof, I was leaving him. Yes, I slept with Mari, but I deserved that release after all Kim was putting me through. To be honest, I would die a little on the inside if I found out Kim was actually having an affair. Even though I knew, deep in my heart he already was, I just couldn't prove it. It was one thing to think it to be true and another for it to actually be the reality. Kim spent the rest of the day in the house with me for the first time in months. By nightfall, I pulled out my work clothes for the next day, showered, and went to bed with my husband beside me. For the past few weeks, things between Kim and I have been up and down. More down than up. I tried to make an effort by taking him lunch last Friday while he was in the club, but when I got there, he was locked in his office with the same chick from the video. When I asked him what that was all about, he said the door being locked was an accident and the two of them were having a private meeting about her work performance. Once again, I let it go. On my way out, I asked Brian, the manager, if she was a bartender there and he told me she wasn't. He said she was a regular who was in every day just to see Keem, but that was all he would tell me. When I tried to ask him if something was going on between the two of them, he told me I should probably have that conversation with Keem. Valid point, but it also told me what I needed to know. Now, here I was, back at Mari's house, getting my release. Holding my ass, Mari moaned into the air that he was about to come and for me to keep riding, which I did until we both reached our climax. I rolled over and went to get in the shower because I needed to get home and cook before Keem made it. 
Since Kim wanted to be on fuck shit, I was going to do the same thing until I had actual proof of his infidelity. Part of me was always prepared for the worst as it pertained to my marriage, and that was so sad. Mari stepped in the shower behind me and asked what we were doing. I joked by saying we were in the shower since that's what we were actually doing, even though I knew what he meant. Regardless if I wasn't ready to have this conversation, he clearly was. He mentioned the fact that we'd been sleeping together for almost a month now and how often I stayed over and told him I loved him, but then went home to my husband to do whatever it was we did. I wasn't sure what Mari and I were doing if I was honest. Me and Kim had our own problems that I didn't have the answers for. So as far as Mari and I were concerned, all I could say was that I enjoyed what we had going. The sex was amazing and I did love him, just not enough to leave my husband, which I told him. Met with silence, Mari got out the shower and dried off. I finished washing off, then went to find where he was. I couldn't have him hurt or mad at me. I was getting dressed while I tried talking to him. And at first, he ignored me. Then he went off like somebody who had just got their feelings hurt, which I could understand. But I wasn't trying to hurt him. Maybe I shouldn't have continued to sleep with him knowing I wasn't going to leave Keem. I knew Mari was in love with me, and maybe I used that to my advantage the moment I needed him because I knew he'd be right there waiting on me ready in whatever way I needed him to be. I truly loved and appreciated him for being there for me as a friend, even though he was more than a friend, and I knew that. Then he asked me if I loved him or if I loved what he did for me. I knew I was about to hurt him with my response, but I owed him the truth. I told him that I loved him for all that he was and all that he did, how he made me feel, and how he's always there for me no matter the circumstances or time. Although I never stopped loving him, I also loved my husband. He then asked me one last question that I was not expecting. Why did I say I do to Keem if I was still in love with him? Why walk down the aisle when I knew how he still felt about me? Shit, how we still felt about each other for that matter. Stuck. I couldn't answer because I didn't know. I was hurt back then. I was over the relationship with Mari and felt I was over how I felt about him too. So when Keem asked and I met him, I pushed Mari to the back of my mind the best way I could. Keem proposed. I said yes, hoping it would make things all better. And it finally did. I married him and was happy. But as soon as shit got bad, Mari was right there. I figured it was because he was being my friend. Mari had always been my friend, but he said he'd be fooling himself if he didn't admit how he loved me even now. But at this point, he felt it best I leave his presence and the next time I needed a friend to call Sean or Trey because he couldn't be a friend to me until he was no longer in love with me. He said he had to do what was best for him. I stared him in the eyes as tears burned my lids. A lone tear fell, but I wiped it just as quick as it dropped. I grabbed my things and left. I got into my car and you know it. I cried as soon as I closed the door. How could I lose my best friend? I pulled up to my house and saw that Keen beat me home. I walked in and went to the bedroom to take my clothes off and put on something more comfortable while I tried to pull myself together. My plans to cook were a goner at this point. I laid across my bed and stared up at the ceiling. How could I be losing my closest friend? I couldn't wrap my mind around what had just happened. I didn't know what to expect or what would happen, but it wasn't this. Keem walked in the bedroom from the game room and stood next to our bed asking if I was okay. I half lied and said I was fine, just tired. The faint smile I added what it must have convinced him because he walked back to where he came from. I was still laying in my bed when I heard my phone ring. I picked it up hoping it was Mari, but saw a number I didn't recognize. I didn't usually answer unknown numbers that called my phone, but something was telling me to answer this one, so I did. 
After greeting and asking them who they were, I was met with a woman's voice. She introduced herself as Nett, said she hadn't formally met me, but we had seen a lot of each other. She was calling to let me know woman to woman that she'd been sleeping with my husband. She told Keem if he didn't tell me about the affair, then she would. She said that one of his many nights with her, she got my number out his phone. Chick was so classless, popping her gum in my ears. I listened to her talk. I spoke up and told her to give me one second to mute the phone. I got out the bed and walked into the game room where Keem was and stood right in front of the TV with the phone now, unmuted and on speaker. This loud-ass chick shouted into the phone, seeing if I was still there. I was. So I asked her if she could tell me how long she'd been sleeping with my husband, all while I looked Keem dead in the face. She informed me that they had been sleeping with each other for about a year now and were together a lot. She thought after he told her I saw them together in the truck and in that video, I would have put it all together, but I hadn't. She continued to say that most of his late nights and early mornings were spent with her, and the night of my party, she was the reason he was late. She pointed out that she'd watch me call his phone while he chose not to answer, and if he did, he'd lie and say he was at the club or working on the shop, when really, he would be sitting right next to her, or she'd have his dick in her mouth, just like the day when I brought him lunch and the office door had been locked. That's what that so-called meeting was about. Hmm. The look on Keem's face was priceless. All the color he had in his chocolate body was now flushed. I thanked Nat for calling and giving me that information, then hung up the phone. I didn't give her a chance to reply or him a chance to speak. I simply walked back into my room and got back in my bed. There was no way I was going to be the one leaving this time. This was my house after all and in my name. I worked hard to get this three-story, four-bedroom, three-and-a-half bathroom house. If anyone was getting out, it was going to be him. I made it a priority to contain my hurt and my anger because there was no way I was going to cry over something I already knew even as much as I wanted not to believe it. I heard Keem walk outside and start talking on the phone. The window in the bathroom was open so I could hear him clear as day ask Nett why she did what she did, but I no longer gave a fuck. She could have him. Keem came back inside and walked right into the room promising that she was lying. I calmly told him that I knew she wasn't because she knew too many details to be lying. I already knew he was cheating. I just never had solid proof, but that call was all I needed. Keem tried to make me seem like I was tripping for feeling neglected and asking for his time. Then blew up on me when I asked him about the woman, who I now knew as Ned, and acted like I was wrongfully accusing him when, lo and behold, I was spot on with everything I was saying. I asked him to leave and told him we could talk about it later, but my mind was made up. My divorce papers were going to be drawn up by the end of the week. Here I was, jeopardizing my relationship and friendship with Mari for a man who'd been cheating on me for at least a year. Yes, I cheated too. I get it. But only for like maybe the last month. All in all, it's the principle of it. Keem was treating me like shit, taking me through the ringer when he was the one doing wrong. I couldn't run to Mari crying about what happened. Sean and Trey had their own lives and I was not ready to tell my mom. I guess I needed to go through this one on my own for now. I turned my attention back to the TV while Keem went into the closet, put on some outdoor clothes and left the house. As soon as I heard the front door close... I called a locksmith to come and change the locks. I caved in and decided to call Sean and asked if he could come over and help me pack all Keem's things. I also needed him for backup in case Keem decided to come back home and act a fool. Sometime later, Sean and I finished packing up Keem's things right as the locksmith finished changing all the locks. We sat around and made small talk until he got up to leave. 
I asked him not to tell Mari about anything and kind of filled him in on what was said between the two of us earlier. I understood why I didn't want Mari to know. Planned to get divorce papers drawn up and served to Keem at his club along with his things in the upcoming week or so meant I had to move quickly. Things at work professionally couldn't be better, which I needed, but personally, that was a whole other story. Mari wouldn't even look my way and avoided all eye contact. I understood why he felt the way he did, which is why I was giving him space. I just wanted to talk to him because I really did miss him, but I didn't want to embarrass myself at work if he rejected me. I was able to speak to one of the attorneys here to draw up some divorce papers. I was set to represent myself in the actual divorce, but I needed unbiased papers drawn up to be served. I was allowing him to keep his club since it was his before we got married. The only thing I was asking for was the money he took from our joint account for the shop. That was it. Whatever I came with, I was leaving with. Like my house and car. I didn't want anything more. Well, the perks of knowing the right people. A few days passed and like I wanted, I had the divorce papers drawn up and ready to be served. Had Janice, our receptionist, on deck to serve him today. The moving truck with all his belongings was parked outside the club around the corner ready for him to take wherever he was going. The plan was for Janice to call me and put her earbud in so I could hear everything just to be safe. Janice walked into the club and greeted someone, then told them she was looking for the owner by the name of Jakeem Jackson. I assumed it was Brian she was talking to by the way he called Keem boss instead of by his name like he'd do often. Keem had walked up to where Janice and Brian stood, then I overheard her tell him he had just been served. Janice understood the assignment. She walked in like nothing, served him, and walked right out. She and I talked on the phone until she was a safe distance away from the club, then we ended our call. Soon after we hung up, I got a call from Keem. He sounded surprised that I was filing for divorce, which stunned me because what the hell did he think was going to come of our marriage after that call? And the way things had been? Look, I was more than fair. All I wanted was for us to both move on. Neither one of us were happy, so why stay together? At this point, we just needed to go our separate ways. I didn't want him to make things harder than they already were, so I asked him to just read it over and sign. In a sad tone that I'd never heard him use before, he told me that he really loved me and was sorry. I was sure somewhere inside, Keem did love me. Apparently, not enough to do right by me, though. I understood what that meant now. I told him his things were in the moving truck parked around the corner and to let me know if anything was missing. Ending that call was so hard for me. I cried like a newborn baby just knowing my marriage was over. Don't get me wrong, I understood we both cheated, but I was losing a huge part of me, a part of my heart. As always, stay peaceful, stay positive, and continue to flourish in everything you do. I'd also love for you to connect with me on social media at Aubrey Monet on Instagram and my Facebook author page. And before you go, share this with a friend. Change, feel what is more.